This is Pixel Splitters, your absolute favorite conversation movie news podcast with your hosts, Josh. Yeah, I don't really know what to do with that either, but he's back, ladies and gents. And Willis. On paper, before seeing anything from it, it just makes you roll your eyes. Join us each week as we break down the latest movie news, TV news, and general industry news and debate about what it all really means. It's Megapixels time, everyone. Here we go. Here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Is this the first one of the year? It is indeed. This is, it is. It is. This is the first one of 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as such, our Megapixels <laughs> topic this month, week, whatever, yeah, is um, our top five most anticipated films of 2023. We did this last year. We did. It was pretty successful, I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> I guess depending on what your metric is. Sure. But, we had fun. Uh, that was the success. Yeah, we had fun. There you go. <laughs> yeah. How our lists did debatable. Um, but there are a lot of rules we're implementing this time around just to keep it interesting, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to go over this week's releases first and then we'll talk about the rules? Yeah, let's do so the releases. So they're in people's heads. Exactly. Yeah. And we'll do the, yeah, okay. we'll do the, yeah. So, uh, so for releases this week, guys, we have... Two films coming to theaters. The first one being uh, 80 for Brady, which I think actually could be really good, honestly. <laughs> I mean, like... I'm really curious if this is going to play anywhere outside of New England. Because... Because I'm actually, like, <laughs> looking kind of forward to it, too. Yeah. Um, But I'm like, I can't imagine being, like, a Bengals fan or something. Being like... <laughs> and being like, I'm going to get... You know what I'm excited for? 80, 80 for, for Brady. Brady. Like, I, um, you know, I don't know that it would make any yeah. sense. If you weren't a Pats fan when, like, Brady and Gronk and Edelman and that whole team were together, I don't know. But yeah, you might have some weird feelings towards this. So we'll see. We'll see what the box office numbers do. Um, because the only movie that it's going up against, other than Avatar, is M. Night Shyamalan's Knock at the Cabin, which I am honestly pretty excited for. He is hit or miss, and I like when he hits, and I don't like when he misses, so we'll see. He is much more hit these days than he used to be, I think. Absolutely. There was a really bad period between 20, 2008 yeah. and 2015, yeah, I like think. Like, the happening like, and the, yeah. Yeah. After yeah. Earth and Avatar and yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Rough times. So, we'll see. Avatar. This... The, the last stand. Airbender. The last Not Airbender. Avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, One of those times it's important. <laughs> it's true. Um, but this looks great. Jonathan Groff, Dave Bautista, a whole host of other people. Ron Weasley, Rupert Grint, you know. Um, so, I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> yes. Um and that's it for theaters. For streaming, we had a couple shows. There's not much going on, but I thought I'd shout out some that I thought were interesting. Uh, Free Ridge, which comes out on February 2nd on Netflix. The tagline is a group of friends may or may not have unleashed a deadly curse starting a new adventure. The trailer looks fun. It looks like a more of a lighthearted kind of horror yeah. type of thing. And who knows? Give anything a shot these days. Um, <laughs> we also have Gunther's Millions hitting Netflix on February 1st, which is very interesting uh a dog with a trust fund isn't the strangest part of this story gunther's eccentric <laughs> handler also lived a luxe life with a cult-like entourage which i'm like okay that is definitely Intriguing. something that's um, that's one way to sell a, a picture so, <laughs> exactly uh and then for movies we have one that's coming out on bet february 2nd called the reading which is another kind of horror film which looks interesting and i'm giving a lot of things shots these days because there are lots of little tiny horror films that kind of 
go under the radar and never get seen. Um, And then we have True Spirit hitting Netflix on February 3rd, which is the story of an Australian teenager, Jessica Watson, the youngest person ever to sail solo nonstop around the world. This stars Anna Paquin and Cliff Curtis. And it looks like it could be interesting. Netflix, hit or miss. But this could be one of the hits. We'll see. Yes. Um, But that's what's coming this week, guys. And without further ado, let's do this Megapixels episode here. Yes. All right. So here are the rules. Yes. What are the rules? Um, <laughs> well, so there's we're... Two, two different parts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first, we are automatically out of hand disqualifying Oppenheimer and Barbie. Those, those two movies yeah. are arguably the biggest ones coming out. And they would, would have made both of our lists. Would have been probably the top two, top on, two on my probably. list, to yeah. be real. Like, you know, and that's no fun. And everyone's talking about Oppenheimer and everyone's talking about Barbie. And it's, it's boring. Like yeah. Yeah. So none of those. Nope. None of those. Uh, the other thing we're doing is disqualifying any of the movies that we that were our most anticipated last year. Mm-hmm in 2022 that in turn then didn't make it to theaters or didn't get released in 2022. Right. Any so we're talking, yeah, we're talking killers of the flower moon. Mm-hmm. Martin Scorsese's big one coming would again, still be, this is why we're doing this would still be on my top five. Yeah. Easily. You know, um, <laughs> Spider-Man across the spider verse part one. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the two that were disqualified for me. Josh, yours were asteroid city. Yep. So I had killers, I had asteroid city and then I had, uh, well, what was once Disappointment Boulevard and now Isabeau is Afraid, uh, which all of those would have made yes. my top five again. And that's no fun. Yeah. We did that episode no last year. So so we've got two big ones disqualified and then we'll say five from last year that are disqualified. Right. Exactly. Um, but we can choose if we wanted to the other film. Like if you had chosen one and I didn't, we could. Yes, we could do that. You, yeah, you could choose Spider-Man if you right. wanted to. Right. Um, and then. The only other rule is, like we did last year, we're doing a top five, but since yes. we have zero self-control, we can't do just like, five. Like, literally zero. There's yeah. no, there's no, we can't help it. We're also doing a runner-up, which will be our number six, and then our one to watch, like we did last year, which will technically yes. be our number seven. Which is one of those ones that I'm like, I don't know if this would necessarily be my number seven most anticipated. Sure. Like, mine last year with Samaritan, and I was like, I don't know, I'm, like, hedging my bets, like, now, but, like... <laughs> Because I'm traumatized by Samaritan last year. Uh, but like, it's one of those, not necessarily maybe our number seven, but right. one that I'm intrigued by. And I'm like, I'm going to watch, I'm going to keep an eye on this one, see how things develop. Right, exactly. I mean, um, I think my one to watch was Don't Worry Darling. So we both blew it. So, you know, it is yeah. what it is. We'll try better this time. I'm I'm not, yeah. The big qualifier, these are not number seven necessarily. Exactly. Because I definitely have three number sixes right now. So. <laughs> uh, okay. So... How do we guess? Do we flip a coin here to choose who goes uh, first? We flipped a lens cap last time. That works. Um, Even though the weight's probably funky. You're pr- we're probably, you know, this is probably yeah. highly unregulated. I also don't know where that um, that lens cap is now. So, hey, we're going to flip this SD card that's on my desk. Anything that's flat. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's not break my <laughs> yeah, expensive. Heads is label. Tails is... Uh, contacts. Cool. Ready? Flip. Heads. Didn't go in my drink. Okay. That's a win. Uh, <laughs> literally went on my finger. And I was like, oh no. Uh, flipped it literally next to my glass of water. Good uh, Lord. What'd you call? You call I heads? I said heads. 
heads it is. Uh, so that means you are giving us My one your to one to watch first. Brilliant. And we are doing this in a snake formation. So yes, you'll learn so what that, that will, means. <laughs> it's only been a year and a half now. It's not going to get convoluted or anything. Um, okay. So let's start this off. Here. Yeah. After our 20 minutes of <laughs> here are the rules. Here's the parameters. Yes. Uh, my one to watch is a movie that I only learned about within the last couple of weeks, uh, and it is a small found footage horror film called The Outwaters, directed by mm. Robbie Banfitch. Uh, and the tagline is this: Four travelers, uh, four travelers encounter a menacing phenomena while camping in a remote stretch of the Mojave Desert. And from what I've heard, because I believe this was a Sundance film, which is why I'm just hearing about it, mm-hmm. this is one of the most hardcore found footage horror films that's ever been made which immediately kind of grabs my attention and now having seen the teaser which is very sparse there's not much going on but you can get a sense of the tone this looks like a different kind of found footage horror film where they're putting more emphasis on what you do see versus what you don't because a lot of it is like paranormal activity little things moving around i think this is going to be more intense and more you know practical effects like a little bit phantasmagoric, like you're getting, mm-hmm. it's just going to be more of an intense kind of a situation, which I'm look. I'm all, like I said earlier, I'm always looking for those unique horror experiences because they don't happen very often. It's usually Halloween kills or smile or something that's <laughs> yeah. very down the middle. And I, judging by the reactions of people coming out of like, um, fantastic fest and stuff, I'm really looking forward to this and I'm looking forward to getting disturbed because it's been a minute since a film like this has done that to me. So my one nice. to watch is a movie called The Outwaters, which I'm very, very much anticipating. And who knows? It might not even get a theatrical release. So this might be a shutter one for you guys. But but yeah. All right. The Outwaters. Nice. Yeah. Never even heard of it. I know. <laughs> I was like, this is a weird one. Not that a horror movie like that would sure. be on my radar necessarily for this, but uh, yeah. cool. All right. Um, What is your... One to watch. So my one to watch is one that I am like, this could be really, really interesting and really, really mm-hmm. good. And it's adapted from a book. Uh, so I really want to read the book now. But it is mm-hmm. a movie expected in late 2023. So okay, we could be in the qualifiers for 2024 already now. Sure. But, uh, called Spaceman. Spaceman. So it stars Adam Sandler paul dano and carrie mulligan what now i'm like who i don't know adam sandler that seems like it's going to be weird but like this seems like it might be one of adam sandler's serious roles sure. um so to give you the the like the tagline here well yeah i'm going to give you two taglines because the one on imdb is like not what this is about but oh. um Jacob, orphaned as a boy and raised in the Czech countryside by his grandparents, overcomes his odds to become the country's first astronaut. So that's like that. But then if you go to like the actual premise of it uh, or another description of the premise, I'll say it's an astronaut sent to the edge of the galaxy to collect mysterious ancient dust, finds his earthly life falling to pieces and turns to the only voice who can help him. uh, And it just so happens to be reading this terribly it just so happens to belong to a creature from the beginning of time working on the shadows of his ship which is a very different conversation. very different one's like a space race film and the other one is like a sci-fi like yeah that astro so thing. it's it's based off of a book called spaceman of bohemia oh. um, 
And it is like about a, a Czech astronaut who goes to the edge of space. Sure. Um, but I'm pretty sure that Adam Sandler is going to be this guy that's like locked up in a space, like is on an eight month journey in a spaceship alone and alone. is slowly losing his mind. Um, and I think Adam Sandler could really, really excel at that. Oh my so, God. That... It could be a total train wreck. Sure, it could be Adam Sandler, you know, doing it could be murder mystery three. Sure. Or whatever um, <laughs> in space, yeah. but With I Dano. feel like this is going to be yeah a, a serious thing. Uh, going to be directed by a guy named Johan Rennick, uh, mm-hmm. who directed such things as like episodes of Breaking Bad and episodes of Chernobyl and episodes oh. of The Walking Dead. So like oh, so he yeah. There, it's it's not a comedy director. Definitely, <laughs> definitely not. And someone's life falling apart as they hurtled through space um, is not a comedy. Well, it could be a comedy setup, I suppose. But it could be. I don't think in this case it is. So, no. Spaceman. I was. This is a Netflix film. Um, oh, expected, was, it wasn't on their trailer though, right? It wasn't on their trailer. I don't. I don't. Okay. Think, I mean, who knows? You know? I, yeah, who knows? Um, a billion things on that, but. But uh, to tie into what we're going to talk about uh, on Sunday with Tuned In, Mm. music by uh, Max Richter. Yep. Yeah, I saw that when I was looking. I was like, okay. Okay. So we'll see. I'm cautiously optimistic. I really want to read the book. Yeah. I'm very intrigued about this now, and it's going to make, might have made my list, to be honest. That's very intriguing. Yeah. Sandler. Yeah. He's he's doing the I thing, mean, man. I mean, when he when he goes, he goes, man. He is good, and he's been more on that trajectory recently, where he's like, I want to do this seriously. Yeah. And I know he's got a new movie with the Safties again coming up, and so I'm 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 in I'm in on this. Let's go. Um. All right. So does that turn around to my number six then? It does. So this is Shit. your runner up. Oh, the one this that you're choosing up. between three. <sighs> I can jump you and go first if you need a minute. This is so hard. Like, usually usually when we get these things, I'm like, I'm going to decide in the moment. I look at it, I go, that one. And I'm like staring at these, and the debate just will not stop. (laughs) Um, I'm going to say my runner-up. Oh, God, the conflict. My runner-up is uh, Bernstein. The uh, Leonard Bernstein biopic directed by Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. His second yeah. Who directed he, film. Yeah, where he is uh, playing Leonard Bernstein. This was supposed to come out last year. Yes. Did not, got bumped. Um, also a Netflix movie, I think. Also a Netflix, I want to say. Which I'm like, um, their slate is kind of nuts this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, like, you know, Leonard Bernstein, one of the most like prolific conductors of all time, mm-hmm. writer of West Side Story, that kind of thing. And... Bradley Cooper has been vocal about his like love of Leonard Bernstein. Originally titled Maestro. Yep. Um, if you, if you, yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm like I'm super excited for this. I'm really excited to see a, a, a sophomore. Uh, yeah. Directorial thing from from him. Yeah. Because Star is born is that, was strong. Is that, I'm I'm one of the people that was like. Star is Born. No, okay, yeah, yeah, Star yeah. is Born is the first one, yeah. That was his first, yeah. It said three, and I went to his IMDb, and it's like A Star is Born, and then the Lady Gaga music video for A Star is Born. Right. Which I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. right, 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 right. Shallow, yeah. <laughs> sure. uh, so, yeah, his sophomore his sophomore directorial uh, undertaking, which, I mean, A Star is Born was really good. He was really yeah. good in it, and I'm 
really excited to see more from him. Me too. I'm wondering why they changed it to Bernstein and not Maestro because I'm like, do they want more people to make connections between this and Tar or like what, why, why is he doing that this That is my to question. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wonder if there was something having to do with like the timing with Tar. Um, yeah. And I wonder how much it getting pushed was influenced by that. It could, could be, could Debatable. be. Debatable. very much so um i'm not gonna tell you what the other two i was toying with oh yeah no were uh just because i may still swap out into my number five uh for one of the other ones so this is happening All in right. real time dear listener here it we go is. uh let's bring it to your number five josh uh my number no my number six my number six which yes, is my runner-up is oh god uh, that's six a film that was a Telluride film from last year, but it's finally getting released, which I just saw the trailer for. Uh, spoilers, I guess, for Sunday, but before I saw Infinity Pool, is a movie called How to Blow Up a Pipeline, which Ooh. is directed by a man named Daniel Goldhaber. Um, mm-hmm. And the tagline is, a crew of young environmental act- activists execute a daring mission to sabotage an oil pipeline. This movie looks intense as hell but also like gritty definitely an independent uh uh, effort here sure um it looks different and just just weird enough and just intense enough to kind of maybe make some noise and i also heard that people were enjoying this atelierite although you never know people also like don't worry darling so it is what it is (laughs) um this i'm just very in on this premise and i'm in on the 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 tone of this because I think something like this because it's a bunch of like kids basically and a couple older people but it could easily be like this romping like oh let's go do this event it's like no this is a serious we're going to maybe go to prison for this this is terrorism we're going to send a huge message to not just the industry but the government and I was all in as soon as I started watching this trailer I was like this has an energy to it that I'm connecting with um and obviously it's going to be politically charged, but it just looks astonishing. And so I'm very, very much, and I love the title, How to Blow Up a Pipeline. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. And it's going to be contemporary because it begins with somebody basically, or the trailer begins with somebody attempting to build a bomb on live stream. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. this is where this is going. This um, is now. Yeah. So yeah, How yeah. to how to Blow Up a Pipeline. I don't think this has a release date yet, but I assume since trailers are playing in theaters that it will be getting some type of release Something. this year yeah um so yeah how to blow up a pipeline all right <laughs> what a title that's um, that sounds based i'm just quick googling here it looks like based off a book i believe good. so yeah which i don't think is based off of a real story but uh who, who can say i'm not sure um so yeah that is my runner-up all right so moving on here to my number five I'm now looking at, well, I'll, I'll make this comment after, but okay. my, my list is very interesting. So my number five is the third installment in Ty West's X series, Maxine, because uh-huh. I, it, I'm i just a huge fan of these films. It Like the first X got me on board and it got me into the Ty West sphere of films and I went back and sure. I checked out all of his work and he really has a hold on genre and not just any genre but eras of horror where he can just grab onto that and just make a film in that era which i think is really really creative and amazing and i think that this is going to follow suit stars mia goth as the titular uh well i guess maxine i think is going to be her stage name but as pearl 
Sure. And this follows Pearl, but precedes X. So I think you'll be watching it as Pearl, Maxine, and then X. And I'm just in. I'm in. He's yeah. he's really got something going on here, and people are responding to it. And it's very strange because these are not your average slasher films. Like it's yeah. definitely harkening back to Texas Chainsaw and stuff. And if you watch this, and then you watch, say, Barbarian or Smile, there's a very clear line as to like sure. these films are not of the same kind of caliber. And I just, I don't know, man. I'm all in. Mia Goth. And is, it's it's whew. wild to me how quickly this whole. I guess trilogy has come. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I I I think X was supposed to be just a one-off, right? Originally, yep. and then now within a year, we're one spinning year. off two additional ones. Yep. That's crazy. Per- yeah, he shot them all back to back to back because he's like, "Yeah. Listen, we wrote a second movie. Can we do it?" And A24 is like, "How much is it going to cost?" And eh, not that much. We can fix it. We can make it work. And then yeah. they just did it. And I'm like, "Yes. Let's go." Um and then and a third. X yeah. is very different from Pearl in terms of the style, which is amazing. Like Pearl is very technicolor. And so I'm I can't wait to see what Maxine's gonna be like because I'm sure it's gonna be another ten years in the future in this different era of cinema. Yeah. Um and it's obviously clearly a a love letter to cinema in a way, because she's just infatuated with the screen. She wants to be an actor. So it's very yeah, it's just a really interesting story. Um and again, Mia Goth, my queen. She's amazing. She's absolutely <laughs> astonishing in all of these movies. So uh, my number five is Maxine. I couldn't not do it. I had to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm nice. looking forward to this movie. <laughs> nice. Uh, so now right. you're five? Yes. We are going on to my number five, which, okay. So I'm going to stick with my list here. And then at the end, I'll reveal what the other debatable ones were. Okay. Um, but my number five uh, is... A movie that, like, I don't think I really knew was coming so soon. Um, And it's a film directed by Ben Affleck called Air. Yeah. Nike. Um, Yeah. Coming out April 5th. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I love Ben Affleck uh, (laughs) as a director. He's so good. His his acting career has its, its woes, but, like, I mean, he's such a good director. His, his instincts behind that is are incredible and uh and he's directing matt damon which i'm like is just a whole nother level of just curiosity to see what's going to happen with that um and aren't they writing it uh uh, i thought for some reason i thought that they were writing it too um which is even more exciting because you're like oh man well uh written by alex convery uh i'm lying (laughs) well that's what it says on imdb which is you know it's also his only writing credit, so like oh oh, <laughs> this could maybe be, they punched it up a little. <laughs> yeah, this well, or this could be like an alias for when they write something together or oh, something. You know, um, true. Not to not to disqualify a human's entire existence <laughs> if that's you know, um, but yeah, I mean, um, follows the history of shoe salesman Sonny Vaccaro, um, and how he founded. Nike along with Phil Knight, um, Mm -hmm. Sonny played by Matt Damon, Ben Affleck playing Phil Knight, um, Jason Mm -hmm. Bateman, Viola Davis, uh, Chris Messina, Chris Tucker. Yeah. Um, I'm really curious to see the performance that Ben Affleck can get out of Chris Tucker. I know. Just a crazy sentence to say. (laughs) Um, But it's going to be great. Like uh, also starring um, Gustav Skarsgård, which I was like, is this an unknown Skarsgård brother? 
Um, I think it might be. Well, regardless, I think it might. I, there's three of them, and I know yeah. that one of them isn't super famous. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's six of them. There's Walter, Alexander, Bill, Sam, and Aja Skarsgård. Okay. <laughs> and, and and half Gustav. of them are in like the biggest properties of all time. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. All right. Uh, Air. Crazy. I'm looking forward to this. And it's been a yeah, minute since Affleck has directed. Yeah. I mean, his last thing was, um, I just had this. Hold on. That movie uh-huh. that didn't work that well, I think, right? Yeah, it was um, 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 something night live by night. Yeah. 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 Which was 2016. So been a minute. It's been it's been a hot minute. Um, He had the whole Batman thing in there. Um, He did. He did. But uh, I don't know. I'm excited to see him get back behind the camera. I can't believe this is done. Yeah. It's coming out in like April. Like we're, you know, a couple months from it. I would have thought I first heard about this i feel like a month ago maybe if that yeah um and i was like oh okay it'll be something that comes in like november or something right right oh and he must be shooting this i wonder if he's shooting this around where we live or if he <laughs> shot this around where we live um it's possible because he always does that but very interesting i'm 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 very much anticipating this movie as yeah. well um i will say uh in terms of my list this being my number five is what pushed uh, Bernstein squarely into my number six because I was ah, like, look, two films yeah. directed by famous actors. Yes. Yes. Good. Co- oh, yes. <laughs> Starring themselves. Behind the scenes. Yeah. Or is he, Affleck's in it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Phil Knight. That's so funny. <laughs> it will also just be good to see Matt Damon and Ben Affleck acting off each other again. I know. Which I don't know if they've done that since Goodwill Hunting. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I can't either. It's certainly possible, but... Like little tiny things, but yeah, yeah, that'll be really funny. Wow. All right. I'm ready for air. Let's go. It was supposed to be, it was originally called Air Jordan, I think. And I was like, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I like this more, I think. I don't know. Also based off the, the, the book, um, Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. Mm. Yep. Yep. That's, uh, two for me thus far that are, uh, based off of books and one for you. Yeah. Yes. True. You're the books. Year of the books, all these books I have to read, I guess, apparently. I, um, yeah. <laughs> um, so that was your five? That was my five, yeah. So that brings us to my four. Indeed. All right. Um, this is where I start feeling better about my list. Um, less <laughs> chaos. Uh, this is one that I can't believe is this low. Um, mm. And I would bet money it's probably on your list. Mm. But... Uh, my number four is The Killer by David Fincher. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this movie has been coming forever. Forever. Um, we haven't gotten a David Fincher movie since Mank. Yep. Um, which I feel like was kind of a a bit of a departure from his normal stuff. Absolutely. So yeah. I don't even know how much I even consider Mank. Uh, that's not fair. But like. It's different. You know. It's not the Fincher yeah. that I'm looking for. Yeah. Um. <laughs> This, the killer, appears to very much be uh, the Fincher that we're looking for. Yes. Um, Based on a graphic novel um, Mm -hmm. starring Michael Fassbender, Tilda Swinton, uh, Charles Parnell. Yeah. Yeah. And and all the classic uh, (laughs) uh, David Fincher characters. Um, But, I mean, it's, we get to watch uh, 
Michael Fassbender as an assassin that begins to psychologically crack yeah. uh, as he develops a conscience, which if anyone's going to knock that out, it's going to be Michael Fassbender. And honestly, we haven't seen him in a little while either. No. His last thing was X-Men Dark Phoenix in 2019. Right. Which was, whoo. Um, which has been a while. And yeah. he has um, a couple movies. I think, doesn't he have a Taika Waititi movie coming this year too? Um Let's see. I think it's yes. called Next Goal Next Wins. Goal Wins. Yep, yeah. That's so coming. And Kung got, Fu and Kung Fury too. So he's which back. I don't know what to do with that. Yeah, yeah, I don't really know what to do with that either. But he's back, ladies and gents. <laughs> he took all of COVID to just do his thing. And, you know, I think he's married to Alicia Vikander and just they're probably yes. doing just like hanging out and living life. And now he's like, I gotta get back to the to the real shit here <laughs> and make a Fincher movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get me all depressed. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. I'm sidetracked real quick here because mm. I'm looking at Kung Fury 2. Yeah. I don't think uh, I've seen Kung Fury. I don't know if there is a Kung Fury one. This story will focus on the Kung Fury universe with no real connection to the short movie other than the lead character who appears to be Arnold Schwarzenegger playing the president. And then there's sure. a character. Michael Fassbender is playing a character called Colt Magnum. Uh, Jorma Tacone from Lonely Island is playing a guy by the name of A. Hitler. Mm. Um, David Hasselhoff is playing Hoff 9000. I'm going to have to this is an SNL skit. see <laughs> what's going on with this. Yeah. Uh, um, who's but, it directed by? Uh, David Sandberg. Oh, oh, David F. Sandberg? Uh, of, um, of nothing, of Kung Fury. Oh, which apparently okay, okay. was a short in 2015. <laughs> um, Okay. We've um, gone wild on wild safari here. We have. Oh my God. Wait, I remember this short. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is weird. So I'm now anticipating Kung Fury 2. <laughs> yes. So the Kung Fury uh, line here, which is a 31 minute short film from 2015 is mm. in 1985, Kung Fury, the toughest martial artist cop in Miami goes back in time to kill the worst criminal of all time. Kung Fuhrer, a.k.a. Adolf Hitler. Uh, I don't know what to do with that. So that's a lot to unpack, and I am seriously <laughs> questioning where this belongs on my top five most anticipated now. Um, <laughs> um, but we'll put this one as an unnumbered bonus. Uh, yeah. On my list, at least. I don't know about your list. But Same. I'm I'm very much, I now need to see this movie. Um, expected November 17th, 2023. Yes. Wow. But the, but the killer. <laughs> but the killer also, yes. Uh, Fitcher's yes. Fassbender uh, as an assassin losing his mind. I'm all about it. I'm all great. about it. Let's let's go. Yes. Wow. And that was what you're for? That was my number four, yes. So we're coming over to your number four. My number four. All right. Yeah, I'm going to have to make a statement about my list after. Um, my number four, <laughs> I'm just, I have to do it. My number four is John Wick, chapter four. Um, nice. I'm a huge fan, arguably maybe too big of a fan of the John Wick movies, but there's something about, maybe it's the fact that we don't get action movies that are made this well, that look mm -hmm. this good, that are choreographed this good, that care about not just how it looks, but how it's shot, what's yeah. in the frame, what the music choices are, the actors that they, like he... Chad Stahelski, who is the director of these films, who was Keanu's stunt double on The Matrix, 
yeah. just happens to be a world-class filmmaker and only makes John Wick movies. Like he's only made <laughs> yeah. these movies and they keep getting bigger and bigger and more ridiculous, but not in the Fast and Furious more ridiculous. Yeah. It just becomes more like, what's something that you want to see that they haven't done yet that's still grounded in reality? Yeah. Quote, unquote, reality. I'm just a massive fan of these movies and the fact that they keep adding more people like in John Wick 3 they added Halle Berry and it's like they're adding yeah. this one Bill Skarsgård more Skarsgårds are around he's in this movie Donnie Yen um Scott Adkins like they're adding more people who are going to truly add something to this world world-class stunt performers world-class martial artists from all over the world um Keanu's in it and he made a statement the other day that was like this is the most physically demanding movie I've ever worked on. And I'm like, that insane. makes me really excited. Um, because like I said, yeah, they keep upping the ante every single time. And look, I'm a simple person. I like watching <laughs> Keanu Reeves execute people at point blank range for three hours. Just give me that. <laughs> the, the thing I'll say about these two is like, the world building is incredible. It's it's so good. Like, it, they keep building this huge underground world that like was small when it started, you know, it was like, oh, here's coins as a form of payment. And all this. But like they keep yeah. building and building and building and building and like it all still works. It's not like they've built this huge thing that's like, well, OK, so like that right. part in the first one, like that didn't really track. Right. Like there's we're retconning this and that. But like the world building just keeps getting bigger and yeah, keeps getting more like. Oh, worth it also bill skarsgård is like the most john wick looking person I've i ever seen. like i don't know why in he belongs now. in that movie but alex uh, doesn't like bill does yes alexander yeah. i'm like i don't think because gustav doesn't either i don't think but. exactly and i think it's because bill has almost like a cartoonish face to him yeah. where it's like this feels like a graphic novel which is what a lot of this yeah. is and um yeah, I I just I I can't wait, and I this might be the only John Wick movie I'm gonna be seeing in theaters. I don't think I saw the Ooh. others in theaters, um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm all in on this. I can't wait, and every time I see the trailer, I'm like, let's go, <laughs> let's freaking go. Um, so yeah, John Wick Chapter Four, absolutely unbelievable. Oh, and the other thing I'll say about the world building is, it's so good that we both wanted the movie Nobody to be a part yeah. of the John Wick universe. <laughs> yeah. I maintain they could easily, be, I mean, they are doing a spinoff with Ana de Armas called mm -hmm. Ballerina, right? right? Which I think is like more world building. And I'm like, honestly, it could be one of those like Cloverfield kind of things where it's like, we could just, you could keep putting out movies and then just throw a stinger at the end. It's like, this is part of the John Wick universe. Right. You know, have your main character take out a coin and flip it to someone. And you're like, ah, uh, shit. Or they um, just reference like the boogeyman or Baba Yaga or whatever. And it's like, yeah. just that. I'm like, good. Let's go. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. The um, boogeyman coming out this year. Part of the John Wick universe. Calling yes, it right now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That Stephen King movie that's coming out. Um, So yeah, my number four happens to be John Wick chapter four. I'm very, I'm very hyped for that. Uh, my number three, which I believe is my number three now. Yep. Um, yep, yep. Is Dune part two. Um, mm -hmm. which is Denis Villeneuve's, you know, follow up to Dune part one, which yep. I was not anticipating the first one. And then I watched it and then I was kicking myself that I didn't go see it in the theater because I'm like, this movie is really something else. Yeah. 
And I think it takes a filmmaker like Villeneuve to make something like this work that's so massive and sprawling, but the issues are very intimate. Like, it's a lot of family drama and issues yeah. between political parties. And yeah, there's war, but a lot of the, the intense stuff happens in small rooms, which Villeneuve, if you've seen Sicario or Enemy or Prisoners, the, the best stuff yeah. he does takes place in a room with two people where they're just talking. Yeah. And so I'm super excited for this. Obviously, like they've added to the to the cast, I think um Christopher Walken and Florence Pugh and Austin Butler. We've been talking yeah. about Elvis. He's yeah. in this. I wonder if he's doing Elvis in this. Um <laughs> Leah <laughs> that Seydoux. Would be hilarious. <laughs> I know. I'm like kind if of you just coming in with the same Vegas uh Elvis uh wild. I'm kinda I'm curious to see what happens with his voice. We'll see. Um but yeah, I loved part one. I was looking forward to seeing Zendaya more in part one, and we're getting mm-hmm. her more in part two. Um, I'm really not too familiar with Dune as uh, as the whole story goes. So sure. for me, this is just getting to know the world and the characters. And um, yeah, getting to see this in IMAX with Zimmer's score just blowing my eardrums out yeah. is how I think I want to see this movie. Well, and no doubt you'll be able to go see the first one in yeah. theaters. Like yeah. this screams like, hey, let's yeah. make more money out of the first one by re-releasing it right before the second one. Because exactly. I'm like, I want to go see that. Like, yeah, I know. I know. Um, Oh, yeah. Javier Bardem, Rebecca Ferguson, of course. Uh, the cast is insane. It's stacked. insane. It's yeah. nuts. It's um, weird because it is like a Denis Villeneuve film, mm-hmm. but like it's also one of the biggest properties out there right now. You know what I mean? I like yeah. the, the like hype around dune when it was first coming out was massive and when it was being produced it was like let's put everyone we possibly can in this because it's gonna be a giant blockbuster right like this is dune which people are like oh it's dune but then they start talking about it more and you're like oh wait a minute this is gonna be a thing yeah and um, yeah and i can't wait i mean again villeneuve basically never misses so yeah i'm I can only assume this is going to be amazing. <laughs> I'm, I will say, uh, do not on my list. I am hyped for it. Um, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. um, it's, it's big, man. I can't so get over big. how big that's that, that movie Dune one was. Yeah. And like, and that was just the setup. I feel like I know. And it's deep sci-fi like nonsense. Yeah. Like if you don't like this, you really don't like it. But I think a lot of people connected with it because of how masterful it was done. And, um, and yeah, can't wait to see how it wraps up, or maybe this is just part two of four. Who knows? I'm not really sure, but we'll see. Hey. Doing part two. Let's go. Um, so that's my number three. Crazy. Now we're going to your... To my number three. Three, yes. yes. Uh, my number three, I feel like I always say this with one at, with one movie on my list here. Um, really surprised how high this was, but I mm. kept putting it up against other stuff, and I'm like, am I more excited for this than I am for <laughs> that? And the answer just kept being yes, and I'm like, all right, here we go. Uh, my number three is Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. Very interesting. I'm hyped for this. I am super hyped for this. <laughs> I like. I can't place exactly what it is, and like, I don't want to like pontificate on a Dungeons and Dragons movie and build it into something that it's not. Sure. Um, because I like you know I want to say like I feel like this is gonna be kind of a whole commentary on you know the action adventure fantasy film genre i hope so you know um but i also think it's just going to be a ridiculously fun time yeah um you know everything i see from this is like 
seems like everyone is just having fun in here. And I think that's going to be the big takeaway. I'm not going in being like, whoa, it's going to be like crazy. I think it's just going to be like a rocking good time. Yeah. Um, you know, directed by John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, which John Francis Daly, we've talked about before, uh, the guy from from Waiting. Yeah. Um, Yep. I feel bad like that that's his big <laughs> qualifier, but that's like or from Freaks and Geeks. But like, I sure. love that he's become, you know, like a blockbuster director. I um, know. Like rock and roll, man. And I don't know. I, I think the thing that's selling me more than anything else in this is Chris Pine. I know. Um, because I think Chris Pine is just Chris Pine and Hugh Grant, I think. But like, sure. Chris Pine is bringing in some genre defining to this. Not genre defining. That's not the right term. But like. uh mood defining there it is yes yes Yes. Um, it looks like he's having a good old time (laughs) yeah and it's like i think that's what it's going to be where it's just like this is going to be hilarious you know yeah um and has the potential to just keep making these forever like you want a franchise that can just go forever yes like you could you could dump every single character in this drop a whole new set into the same universe and be like, here's another Dungeons and Dragons movie. This one's about, you know, mages or this right. one's about like whatever. Um, yes. So Absolutely. coming soon, March 31st. True. That is soon. That's um, like a couple, like a month and a half away now. Yeah. Uh, two months away, I guess. Um, but man, I'm excited. I am also excited. This was a sleeper where I wasn't sure how to feel at first. And the more I saw the trailers and the more I'm like, oh, Michelle Rodriguez is in this. And like Sophia Lillis is in this. And it's like, oh, okay, well, this is real. And it, like you said, it looks like people are having a good time and they know what kind of movie they're making. Like if you've seen their other films, like uh, John Francis Daly, like Game Night is one of the the clever, most clever comedies to come out in the past decade and it's because of the storytelling and the writing and the staging. And so I'm like, yeah. okay, they understand how to make something that's tongue in cheek, but still works and doesn't feel like it's just like completely saying, oh, F this, it's just so stupid. And it's like, exactly. they're going to take yeah. it as seriously, seriously as they need it, as they need to. Um, yeah. I'm surprised that this looks as good as it does. Like <laughs> I am t- like I, on paper before seeing anything from oh, yeah. it, like it just makes you roll your eyes. It just makes you go, Oh God. All right. They're going to make a Dungeons and Dragons movie and it's right. going to be like all about the lore. And like, then the fandom's going to freak out. And mm-hmm. I'm like it for, I know enough about Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know a lot, but I know enough to like recognize a few nods to the game here. Sure. Which I appreciate, but also I think you could go into this not knowing anything about Dungeons and Dragons and right. still appreciate it, yeah. um, which is impressive. Definitely. Uh, so yeah, a surprise. This is my number three most anticipated. Yeah. There are a lot of other movies coming out this this uh, <laughs> year, but like, I yeah, it's just I kept uh, kept kept knocking them out. Yeah, you're like, am I really? It's got to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were only two that didn't that that it didn't beat. <laughs> that is. That is astounding. Let's go. I cannot wait to hear what your one and two are. <laughs> uh, was so. So I at? guess we go right to my number two now. Then <laughs> I guess we do. Yeah. 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 All right. So um, don't have to wait long. Yeah. Don't have to wait long at all. So uh, the one that most closely beat out Dungeons and Dragons, I guess, um, 
is also a movie that's coming out pretty soon um, that I've been hyped about for a while, and it's called Cocaine Bear. Oh, yes. Elizabeth Banks. I am so hyped for this movie. <laughs> yes. I don't know how good this movie is going to be. Who knows? Like, I I, I like Elizabeth Banks as a director. Sure. Um, And I like the cast in this. I, like, I watch the trailer and I'm like, this is either going to be great or terrible. Like, unwatchable, um, yeah. Yeah. But I have enough faith in Elizabeth Banks that, like, I'll, I'll put it this way. She has enough comedy chops to understand what wouldn't wouldn't work about this setup. Absolutely. You know, um, because it's about a bear that gets high on cocaine and kills a bunch of people. Right. Like that's insane. Yeah. And the trailer looks so good. Yeah. The trailer looks incredible. And, you know, RIP Ray Liotta, his final film, which is I like, know it's cocaine bear. I mean, he would have loved that. What a way. Yeah. What a way for, uh, for good fellas to go out there. But, I know. Cocaine um, everywhere all the time. Yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> I'm going to have so much fun with it. It's going to yes. be one of those ones I can tell already that I'm going to watch it like a dozen times. Yes. It's going to be like a, I'm just putting this on. I'm putting yep. it on. It's, it's going to be 90 minutes there. too. You already know. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be, and it's going to be super basic. It's going to be like, yep. Bear gets high on cocaine. Yep. Bear goes on rampage. <laughs> I don't know how it ends, but like. I don't either. I think guess, the bear but, might die, uh, but. <laughs> It is a lot of cocaine, but who knows? I mean, um, and I will say the other point I want to point out is uh, the CG of the bear looks incredible. It does. Even for the first trailer. Like next level incredible. Like in the trailer, when the bear comes out of that storeroom, I'm Mm -hmm. like, whoa. That's a fucking bear. (laughs) That's a fucking bear. Yeah. Um, That's climbing the tree too. I'm like, this is really good. This, I see where they put their budget. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm jacked. I'm very much anticipating this. This did not make my list, but I'm very much anticipating this movie. Um, I've sent this trailer probably to more people than any trailer ever. Yeah. Uh, just to be like, have you seen? This? Are you aware that this exists? <laughs> Are you yeah. aware of Cocaine Bear? Um, Based on yeah. a true story. <laughs> Literally, which is even crazier. And Love then it. it's Elizabeth Banks. I'm like, what the hell? Like this. None of this makes sense, but at the yeah. same time, it does. Like <laughs> I want to know, like, what the journey was for her to be directing this. Yeah, did she uh, bring this, this to the studio? <laughs> well, because I mean, like, her things before this are like Charlie's Angels and Pitch Perfect, Pitch Perfect too, which, yeah. you know, um, different kinds of movies. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So. Um, so we'll see. That's a good one. I can't wait for this. And again, like you said, it's coming soon. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yes. It's um, coming uh, February 24th. That Less is, than a month away. Holy. Going to get my tickets soon then. My yeah. God. Part of me is like, oh, weird qualifier. I'm like, is it getting dumped in February because it's bad? But I don't think that happens that much anymore. So. I don't think dumping movies, I don't think. Ha- I mean, Megan was a, Janu- uh, it was a, Jan- yeah. a January movie and that did gangbusters. People loved yeah. it. So um, that's a good one. <sighs> All right. So now that brings us to your number two. My number two. Um. So I had to do this. I did not pick this last year for whatever reason, but you did. So I'm going to take it this year. Uh, mm. I'm taking Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. All right. All right. <sighs> because Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is one of the best, if not the best, superhero movie of all time. We've already litigated yeah. this. Um and it just and it might be in the conversation for top 5 best animated films ever. Like it's in yeah. that kind of conversation. 
not just because of the direction and how it looks, but because they're telling stories that are not what not your average every day what you'd run of the mill think of yeah when it comes to superheroes or any of this stuff um and just shout out to joaquim dos santos justin k thompson and kemp powers because a lot of people are like it's lord miller it's like it is lord and miller but like these are the guys who directed this thing like they did the writing and their their eps but these guys built this thing from the ground up um and they did the first one and I'm just so excited for this film because it's been a long time since the first one. We've been mm-hmm. waiting a very long time for this one. The trailer, every trailer that comes out gets me super hyped. They're showing very little, which is yeah. giving me a lot of hope too that there's like so much left to be seen. Um, the cast is absolutely unreal. Um, like the first one, Shamik Moore as Miles, Haley Steinfeld, uh, Jake Johnson. They're adding Issa Rae, Oscar Isaac, Brian Tyree mm-hmm. Henry's in this, of course. Um, the cast is outstanding. Daniel Kaluuya. Yep, Daniel Kaluuya's in this. Um, and this movie broke molds all over the place. And it got yeah. people who might not have been into this kind of animation or comic books at all into it and brought people who might not have liked superheroes into the mix. And obviously it's huge for represent- representation. And um, I know that this is going to be amazing. Like there's no, there's yeah. no guess game on here. This is going to be amazing. And the fact this is part one and there's going to be another part to it is also amazing as well. Um, And again, guys, the animation in this film, and especially, you know, obviously in the first one, they're testing boundaries and doing stuff that's never been done before. And it works. Like, it really works. And that is what I can credit Lord and Miller with because they've done stuff like the Lego movie. Like, they constantly Mm -hmm. test those boundaries of what the medium of animation can do. And people who talk shit about animation, say it's not a real, it's not a genre, it's a medium. But the people who don't respect it, it's like, you look at this, come on. This is some of the most beautiful stuff I've ever seen, and it takes thousands of people, or hundreds of people, thousands of hours to create um, by hand. And so I'm just, I can't wait for this. I absolutely can't wait. And I assume this might, if we hadn't had those parameters, you might've had this on your list too. I'm yeah, I think so. That would have easily been in. I mean, I'm so hyped for this movie. You know, it's going to be like everything you're saying, it's going to be incredible. And the the thing that I really enjoy about it is like as a huge Spider-Man comic book nerd, like the spider verse in of itself and all of the different variations that are like established of Spider-Man. Yeah. Like it would be so easy to completely like destroy that on a, yeah. on a film level, you know, um, especially with Sony behind that. I know, I know. Uh, but like, I know though, you're right. Like it's one of those, like, you know, you could see someone being like, Oh, we're going to do like a, um, a miles Morales movie. We're going to do a, um, spider Gwen movie. We're going to mm-hmm. do a Spider-Man 2099 movie. We're going to do all this. And then like, you know, we'll do an Avengers sign thing to have the spider verse come together. And it's like, that's just like, not, where we are anymore and like as an animated thing with expected different styles yeah i think like this is possibly the best way you could address the spider-verse yes you know um agreed because i and like i'm looking at it too is like there's different like i I have the trailer running here Mm -hmm. there's different um like visual modes for each of the universes yes Uh, which is incredible. Um, yeah. You know, 
And all of the nerds like me will completely geek out and freeze frame everything and be like, oh, man, that's the amazing Bagman. Oh, that's punk Spider-Man. Ooh, that's armored Spider-Man. Ooh, right. that's Ben Riley. Ooh, that's, you know. Yes. I'm like literally looking at the poster here and there's like 15 different Spider-Man that I, I recognize. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to geek out so hard. Yes. And and that's the thing. It's got something for everyone, too. It's it's yeah. like it, it will be accessible for the hardcore nerds and it will be accessible for people who just want to go watch a good movie. Now, the question is, does this have legs to be up for best picture? This is a bigger conversation, but mm. I was thinking that I'm like this, these movies are that good. Yeah. And that important and that groundbreaking where it's like, if you're going to, you know, animated films have been nominated before, but it's usually like toy story three. It's like, yeah, it's well, like it's an interesting question because it has a handful of things working kind of against it Yeah, in that. Like it is animated which doesn't happen a lot. It is a superhero, superhero movie, which doesn't happen a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it is directors complex. that aren't really known. Yeah. Yeah. Well, complex. Like there's a lot that's going on here that like, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it has a lot of nostalgia based stuff. Um, Absolutely. Not nostalgia so much, but like it has a lot of comic book nerd stuff that yeah. Academy members might be turned off by, but like, yeah, it'll. Be, I mean, and again, we haven't seen it yet, but like, right, <laughs> it, man, it'll be. I'd be down for it. Me too. Um, Me too. I think um, Oscar Isaac is gonna crush it. In of course, as Miguel everything Lyra. the guy's in, yeah. he's just astounding in. Um, yeah. So my number two is a Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part One. I'm very awesome. Just absolutely over the moon for this film. So I'm really curious. Yeah. If. Well, I guess this is kind of a spoiler, but it, I'm really curious if we're going to have the same number one. We're not. Okay. Cool. I know already because my number right. one uh, is the killer because nice. I have been waiting for so long. <laughs> as soon long. as you said that, I was like, oh, Josh's number one is the killer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, because, yeah, either way. I, yeah. I love David Fincher as a filmmaker. He's in my top three favorite, probably, although I say that a lot about a lot of filmmakers, so that might not be it's true. Fine. Um, and I've been waiting for him to get back to this kind of filmmaking where, like, the Fight Club, the game, yeah, like that era, like a little bit of like Zodiac, a little bit of Seven, like the darker, yeah, perverse stuff that he that I've the heard in interviews, yeah. exactly that he loves to do and. I appreciate the, you know, girl with the dragon tattoos and Benjamin Buttons of his career, social network, but yeah. social, I love the social network too, but it's, he, he taps into something with yeah. these films that I think he just is one of the best to do it. And like, you not said, a lot I mean, of, not a lot of fear of death in the social network. It, true. True. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that was definitely a Sorkin that, yeah, but, um, yeah, but yeah, man, just even knowing nothing about this. And hearing it's called The Killer and it's directed by David Fincher, it's immediately my number one. I'm like, he's going to be more serial killer stuff, more assassin stuff. Like, let's do this. And the fact that we've got Tilda and Michael Fassbender, I mean, and and we know the general premise. I'm all in on this. And I and I really I really hope that they do a theatrical window because like, uh, will we ever see a David Fincher movie in theaters again? Like, I just I don't get what's happening. And. Like, yeah, Glass Onion was fine in the theaters, and I like that movie, but, like, even Bardo, I'm like, had I seen that on a big screen? Like, I mm-hmm. just, like, come on, man. Now I hear yeah. Greta Gerwig is in talks to direct stuff for Netflix, and I'm like, I just, 
I need to see these on a big screen. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Either way, I'm going to be watching it the first day it's available. Um, I can't fucking wait for the killer. <laughs> I'm so yeah, excited. It's going to be good. Um, so it's that's my good. number it's one. Be so good. Most anticipated right. movie so far. So now. So that brings us to, to my your, number one. Yes, yes. My number one, yeah. Because yes. my number two, I said my number two was Cocaine Bear, yeah. Yes. No, uh, So my number one. Uh, there were a lot. So before I do my number one, there were a lot of things here that I like just couldn't like get on my list. Sure. I am super hyped for Mission Impossible. I am super hyped oh. for Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. I am surprisingly hyped for Indiana Jones. And that I think is 100% the James Mangold effect. Sure. Because <laughs> um, otherwise, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I'll put Transformers on there too, in that like uh, Rise Wars. of the Beast, in that yeah. like it's, uh, you know, not Michael Bay. Yep. So I'm like excited for something fresh. Um, yes. <laughs> but it, so this was the big issue I was having is like, I have all these ones that I'm like really excited for that did these big like tentpole franchises. Mm-hmm. And then just like they're, they weren't holding up to the other stuff that's coming out. Not you know, I mean, cut. Dungeons and Dragons going to be a sure a big franchise thing for sure. But sure. Um, my number one super not going to be uh, a franchise. Uh, and it's a movie called Inside starring Willem Dafoe. Yes, this. I didn't know where to put this on my list. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Um <laughs> This movie as Willem Dafoe as an art thief who gets locked in, I, I'm going to say like a very large apartment. I don't yeah, think like it's a, like a house. Yeah, like a penthouse yeah. suite. Yeah. yeah, but like locked, like completely sealed in. Um, He's like imprisoned in this apartment. Imprisoned, yeah. yeah. Like gets basically caught trying to steal stuff. Um, but yes. there's no one around. It's just him. He's it's just trapped just in there. Um, and... If it was any other actor, I would not be nearly as excited. But this seems like the kind of role that Willem Dafoe is going to like sink his teeth into and absolutely knock off out of the park. Yeah. Um, the like sub themes that it's hinting at of like art appreciation. I guess that's not really even like hinting at. It's very blatant in the trailer. Sure. <laughs> uh, but like art appreciation and like what art means and like the existence of art and that like it being like a um, amusing on like the role of art in society and like a person's uh, attachment to art mm-hmm. folded into a man going insane because he's trapped in a hotel, in an apartment. Yeah. I'm so fascinated by that whole concept and <laughs> yes. I'm so excited to see Willem Dafoe do it. And I yes. like, I can't wait. Like I watched this trailer for the first time and I was like, I'm locked into this. I need to see this immediately. I saw this trailer in a theater and then I sent it to you because I was like, holy yeah. hell, my guy, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, put Willem Dafoe in the lighthouse, but take Robert Pattinson out of the mix and like, there you yeah, go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, directed got by a guy named uh, Vasilis Kasupis. I don't sure. know. That could be how it's pronounced maybe someday. Right. Um, his first directorial, well, his second directorial role. Sure. Um, his first since 2016. Wow. Um, but big I'm just swing. like, big swing, man. And I'm just so curious. March 17th. That's coming up. It's yeah, it's coming up, man. 
And one of those, this may be like the gold of 2023. Yeah. You know, where it's like, here's like a actor that I really like who's alone for most of it. And then it, you know, it'll be December 25th. And I'm like, all right, I got to watch inside. Um, <laughs> true. But true. I don't think so. I think I'm going to knock this out. It's yeah. pretty quick. Um, yeah. His name is Nemo. Uh, anyway. So there it is. That's my number one. That is a great number one. I, I figured this was going to be on your list, and it was on my list at different times. My list, the only ones I didn't include was that, this movie called Paint, which I think yeah. is Owen Wilson as Bob Ross, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. and then a couple other horror films, but that was the only other two that were on my list that I was like, I don't know, I need to put this here, but I, I just don't know where yeah. to fit it. But I'm very much anticipating this one as well. I, uh, It's right up both of our alleys somehow. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Just Willem Dafoe putting on an insane performance going nuts for two hours. Because um, watching Willem Dafoe go nuts is just the best. It's amazing. He could do it in Spider Man. He could do it in anything. Like, just anything. go yeah. nuts, my guy. Lars von Trier, uh, let's go. Um. <laughs> All right, Josh, uh, let's close this down here. Let's, yeah. um, why don't you run through your list uh, yes. one last time here? Yes. So from. Um, from seven to one, we have, uh, my one to watch is the outwaters. My number six, as in my runner up is how to blow up a pipeline. My number five is Maxine. My number four is John wick chapter four. My number three is Dune part two. My number two is across the spider verse part one. And my number one is David Fincher's the killer. I have a lot of sequels on here. That's, it is what it is. Hey, it happens. I mean, like, and hopefully Dune two is like a weird thing to qualify as like a sequel. True, it's half of the rest yeah. of the movie. Um, yeah. So sequel has like a weird negative connotation that I feel like doesn't apply in a lot of sequels these days. It's true. It is true. Um, so yeah, that's there my list. Go. What are All right, yours? mine to run through mine. Uh, my one to watch was Spaceman. Uh, my number six was Bernstein. My number five was Air. My number four was The Killer. My number three was Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Uh, my number two was Cocaine Bear. And my number one was Inside. Good stuff. Good list. Good list. I, uh, I'm i very glad that we made those parameters because this is not the way that it would have been had no, not we at included all. those other films. I mean, it would have been <laughs> Spider-Man, Killers of the Flower Moon, Barbie, Barbie Opera. Barbie Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So uh, let's be real. Yeah. Let's which I am hyped for all four of those movies, but absolutely couldn't go on the list. So, yeah. Which is funny. Cause I look at this list. I'm like, Oh, this is good. And I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. There are even more coming out that we didn't even talk about. Um, yeah. So hell yeah, guys, lots of good, lots of good stuff coming this year. It is just occurring to me at this moment that I have in no way prepared a recommendation. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I got so wound up and getting my list right that I didn't come up with anything. We don't have to do one. What was our what was our prompt? So my prompt, it's a weird one, so we don't have to do it, but my prompt was a movie that we were not anticipating at all that actually turned out to be good. Hmm. We can forego it this. We year. talked Let about me look a at lot. my list. Do you have one ready? I do, yeah. All right. Hey. So I can do mine and if we don't Yeah, you do it, yours and I will panic find one real quick. <laughs> okay. So my film is a movie from let me just pull this up just to make sure I have it right. Um, 
is a movie from 2012 directed by Pete Travis that my dad took me to that probably he shouldn't have. Uh, <laughs> and it's called Dread, which is a remake of the Judge Dread film starring Stallone. Yes. This stars uh, Carl Urban Carl as Urban. the titular Dread. Also, Olivia Thirlby is in this, Lena Headey. Um, if you don't know, Judge Dredd is basically a dystopian America where uh, the police are now the judge, juries, and executioners who are just like highly skilled and trained, basically assassins who go and uh, carry yeah. out the law. Uh, and this film centers around Carl Urban as like one of the highest ranked judges, I believe, who is sent to this one, uh, basically a slum where uh, this drug kingpin played by Lena Headey is running her empire out of and is pumping this drug called slow-mo into the rest of, um, I guess the city or the country or whatever. Yeah. And this movie absolutely kicks ass. Like I can't believe how good this movie actually turns out to be written by Alex Garland. So I guess I shouldn't have like guessed anything (laughs) else. And apparently he had a large hand in directing it too, which makes a lot of sense when you see the film. Um, this movie absolutely rips. It has no business being as good as it is. And I think it's one of the only remakes of this time. Like they did a remake of RoboCop and stuff that just yeah. really didn't work. This one works. This Sticks. one is grimy yeah. and it's shot well and the story is good and the acting is good. Um, and the set design is really amazing. And I just now need to rewatch Dread really bad because <laughs> this movie is sick. Um so my recommendation is Dread. Let me see where you can find it. I believe you have to rent it on Prime. Um, let's see. And I should own this, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Peacock. You can watch it on... Oh, let's go. There you you go. can watch it on Peacock. Um, Peacock finds some good stuff, man. They do. They really do. Um, it's very bizarre. It is. So, yeah. Check Dread out. It's violent as hell. <laughs> it's great. All right. Watch guys get grenades thrown into their mouths and stuff, you know, fun stuff like that. Um, so, yeah. So, I have one here because I totally did the homework and I'm prepared. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I have talked about this movie on Tuned In before because oh. I watched it last year. Okay. Um, but it is a movie from 2015 that I went into just being like, all right, I want to watch something I haven't seen. It's like Friday, whatever. I got to put something on. Yeah. Um, and I started this movie expecting to kind of like have it on to the side. And I was like, this counts. I'll like kind of watch it as I go and do other stuff. Yeah. Um, but it sucked me right in. And I was like, oh, I'm like into this. Um, and it's a movie called American Ultra. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart. Um, yeah. Where they t- play two stoners uh, who are actually like sleeper agents, or Jesse Eisenberg is a sleeper agent for the CIA. Yeah. Uh, and like, I went in not expecting anything. I was like, "This is I'm. This is gonna be a shitty movie right. that I can like check the. I watched a new movie box. Um, exactly. But it is what it, like, and I think I said this in the tuned in when when after I watched it. Um, it's two actors who were like just on the cusp of being like, Oh, we're actually like top tier actors. Right. Um, who are like giving it more than this movie probably deserved. Definitely. But like enough to be like, Oh damn. Like Jesse Eisenberg as like a CIA hitman is like, I buy I'm it. I'm kind of buying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, um, I won't give spoilers, but Kristen Stewart has like a turn at one point that changes the whole 
character and you're like, oh shit, like here's Chris, here comes Kristen Stewart, like ready here. to to knock <laughs> this knock this out. So yeah. yeah, I mean like it was it was a fine movie. It was like fun. It was engaging yeah. and I'm like American Ultra. Yeah, dude. Stoner yes. uh meets John Wick. Like, like quite literally, that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. And it so. definitely has no business being as good as it is. Like you're it really watching and you're like, wait, what? I thought I really thought this was even the poster, you're like, this is gonna be probably pretty bad. Yeah, this seems like some like C level thing that they like somehow scored two major right. stars that were like, Oh, okay, yeah, I got an extra like month to film something or whatever. Right. Um but no, it's 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 legit. Um It is legit. That's a good one. I completely forgot about that movie. And I don't uh, think you've well, I was gonna say shout out uh, Nima Norz Nor Norzadi. I don't Good know. Good lord, uh, British Iranian filmmaker. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, also directed Project X, um, <sighs> like the the one from twenty thirteen or whatever. Yeah, from twenty twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that Very seems to be around. Okay. That's it. But um, yeah. Not That'll be bad. my recommendation. Not a recommendation. I thought I'd be throwing out at the end of our most anticipated of 2023, but definitely not. Rock and roll. Um, available on HBO. I just looked up. So yes, these are I both very accessible. Yeah. So, all yeah. right, good, good, good on the fly right there. That was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I brought up my list from last year, and it popped right out. And I was like, "Yep, wasn't expecting anything out of that one." So. That's great. That's uh, awesome. Cool. All right. All right. So that'll bring us home. Quite quite the episode here i am hyped for this year yes. um i do feel like well not all but a lot of the ones on your list are also on my list you know, oh yeah yeah i'm i'm cool on maxine but other well than sure that, sure uh, and, <laughs> and maybe that crazy but, one about the outwaters or whatever yeah but, <laughs> but other than that rock and roll it's gonna be a good year for movies it is um it is so much coming the list we have is what like it's got to be easily a hundred movies, right? Easily, and I there's some that I that even from this conversation that I clearly need to add on there, um, and yeah. some that don't have yeah. release dates and whatnot that will be added, and w- we will do most likely another one of these in the midpoint. Of yeah. The year. Well, what happened last year was we got to about July, and then a whole yeah. bunch of movies that weren't on our radar at all were like, "Hey, this is coming out next month," and we were like, yep. "What?" Right. Well, the other festivals hit, and you're like, "Oh, now all of these are now dropping yep. in two months," and it's like, "Okay," and you're like, "Damn, <laughs> gotta see that immediately." Um, so yeah, good stuff to look forward to. I'm hyped. I'm very hyped. Awesome. All right, Josh, let's bring it home. Where can people find you on the internet? Oh, I forgot we did this. Yeah. Uh, people can find me on the internet, uh, on Twitter at Josh Fuller 33 Fuller spelled with no E. You can also find me on Instagram and letterboxd at Josh J Fuller. And where can people find you Willis? You can find me on the internet at Willis film. Uh, and that's on Twitter, on Instagram and on letterboxd. Uh, and if you want to find the podcast, you can find us on Instagram at Pixel Splitters, on Twitter, kind of at Pixel Sorta, Split Pod, yeah. uh, and on Letterboxd uh, at Pixel Splitters, wherein you will find both of our top five lists here, top seven lists, uh, as well as our recommendations. Um, yes. And anything else really that we talk about. I think tuned in hops up on there. Tuned um, in. The I just stuff. make lists, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in whatever. on Sunday for tuned in. Yes. Um, where we go over what we watched this week. Um, yes. We're getting into Oscar territory, so we talk about a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. A lot of good Not stuff. Not getting into We're in Oscar territory. Yeah, we're deep in it, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it. 23 to go. I got 23 to go. That's not bad. You've got That's a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. 
Uh, that'll do it. Let's let's wrap it up. Let's wrap um, it up. Uh, yeah. Um, end of pod. <laughs> <laughs>